This is Fire Rescue One Side Alpha Podcast, putting fire service leaders in front of hot topics facing firefighters today. Now here's the executive editor of FireRescueOne.com and FireChief.com, Chief Mark Bashore. On today's Side Alpha Podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about firefighter health and fitness. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Side Alpha Podcast is sponsored by EF Johnson a JVC Kenwood company. As a leader in mission critical communications for more than 90 years, we have made it our mission to make safe simple. I want to thank uh, EF Johnson for helping us make this uh, broadcast possible. Uh, Joining us today on Side Alpha Podcast is firefighter Aaron Zamzow. Aaron is a training officer for the Madison, Wisconsin Fire Department. He holds a bachelor's degree in health and wellness as well as uh, an ACE certified peer fitness trainer certification. He is an NSCA certified strength and conditioning specialist, an NASM certified personal trainer, and an ACE certified peer fitness trainer, which I said. Zamzel is the founder and the owner of firerescuefitness.com, and he develops programs aimed at getting firefighter rescue uh, athletes fit for duty. Zamzel authored the book titled Ladder 2 Workout, a comprehensive firefighter workout program that will get you fit for duty in 28 days. Aaron, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Chief. Happy to be here. I'm a little uh, uh, stinky, a little sweaty, and uh, very happy to be here. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never had a guest start off with I'm a little stinky and sweaty. So I will say that uh, before we started... Uh, Aaron uh, uh, told me that he had just finished his workout. So, Aaron, what we'd start with what what was your workout today? Uh, well, so today um, I got off shift actually this morning. Um, we had a little bit of a rough night, so instead of doing more of a high intensity workout, I actually did um, a full body a body weight workout, and then. Um, something that I've been working on incorporated in is more flexibility and yoga. And I kind of call it, I'm a truck guy. I'm actually on, on a ladder truck right now, assigned um, ladder ladder two in, uh, in Madison. And so I kind of come up with my own truck guy's guide to yoga. So it's kind of a, comp, uh, a, a little bit of a, uh, a combination of that. So um, instead of really going high intensity today, I wanted to rest a little bit, um, get a little good sweat and you know, kind of do a little bit more of a mental kind of recovery day. And then tomorrow I'll resume with um, a little bit more high intensity. But uh, it was good. I feel great. Good. Yeah, a ladder guy doing yoga. This is going to be a story here, I'm sure. So we will uh, <laughs> we'll get into that. But, you know, I want to ask you, um, what got you into fitness? You, everybody usually has a story. So what got you interested in fitness and the fire service? Um, well, it's it's um i think it's similar believe it or not i think we all have kind of our own stories or or maybe sometimes it's an aha moment and uh, we were talking off um you know off podcast about yours chief and i i I, again i i love your story well i think i hope you're going to include that too but for me personally i got involved in the fire service uh first as an on on call paid firefighter and that's what really got me um involved in in I guess got got me going because uh but at the time i was 30 years old and i was a, a 
a strength trainer, uh, a coordinator, a fitness instructor. I was working with pro athletes. And so I made it to my first academy and uh, I was getting my butt kicked on the fire ground. Um, you know, we were crawling and and, li- and hoisting ladders and stuff. And I, I thought I was in good shape. And, uh, you know, I just tell the story that we were in a crew and everybody in my crew was was beating me. And one of the guys went out, had a smoke out back in between bottles. And I, my ego dropped to the floor and I just decided that I need to look at how I train differently. And, uh, from there, I started to go back to my, my strength training days when I looked at my athletes and, you know, when I, I worked with an NFL athlete, I broke down, what do we need for them to improve? What motions do they need to work on? What strength components, what cardio components. And then I just started breaking down what we do on the fire ground that way. And that really helped me, um, get my start. And then, you know, as I started to create programs, uh, at age 36, I went to my first academy and I was able to really keep up and I, I didn't get injured and I really performed fairly well physically. And, um, and then I just started to, to get people to ask me questions and that just kept growing. And then I, I got involved with a firehouse and fire rescue one, and I was able to kind of share a little bit of my knowledge. And, uh, now here we are. And, um, you know, I, I got to pinch myself every day because I get to combine my passions of helping people in the fire service and fitness. And, um, you know, this is the way I've been trying to give back. So my story was very humbling to begin. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you're right. There are, um, in most cases you, you will find a story if you just ask the question and, you know, I, I use mine as a sermon really to, um, other firefighters and, um, so I'll, I'll, sh- I'll share that here. And really that, that sermon was about health and wellness and how it's it's so much more than just lifting weights. But my own story um, starts when I uh, was sitting with my wife one day at, at home and uh, she was reading the newspaper. And I looked over and I said to her, who is that fat son of a gun on the front page? <laughs> She looked over, looked at the page and turned back to me and said, well, that's you, hon. Oh, well, what I didn't realize, I guess I realized it, but, um, you know, I had gotten up to 250 pounds and what a sledgehammer in the gut that was for me. (laughs) Uh, For me, it was the vanity of that image that knocked me back. Um, I began eating better, exercising more. I cut sugars, cut carbonation, increased water intake generally took an interest in my own health and in fitness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 85 pounds later, I'm, I'm holding very healthy at 165 and uh, with a healthy body fat. Um, and, you know, the, the message here is, um, frankly, it's what you've aptly described as exercise as a wonder drug. Yeah. Um, you know, that uh, getting healthy um, is important. But it's it's truly much more than exercise. And, you know, we'll get into that uh, here yeah. in a minute. I, I want to kind of talk about this rough patch of COVID. You know, yes. it has, I'll call it a rough patch for our fire and EMS folks. And I've heard a lot of stories from people that lose desire to work out. Uh, they're they're eating uh, more or in some cases less, which yep. is not necessarily a good thing. And uh, generally, they're just curling up in their cocoon. And, 
you know, there's lots of reasons people are there, but none of them are good for our folks. So I'd like you to talk a little bit about how people can overcome that. And then if you can, if you can transcend that into you talk in some of your videos and things about five steps uh, to firefighter fitness. Mm -hmm. So if you can mold both of those into uh, uh, one thing there, how can people get out of that cocoon and how can you help them with those five steps to firefighter fitness? Yeah, I think, you know, and it's, it's almost a vicious uh, circle, isn't it? You know, where the stress leads to, um, you know, lack of motivation in some cases, um, you know, it's a bad eating habits to, in some cases, different ways, you know, and, and uh, to, to, to deal with it. And I think it comes back to resilience, right? Isn't that's the big word in the fire service right now is resilience. And um, part of it is, um, y- you know, we, we had talked off, um, you know, off, I should say camera, but off podcast about sometimes just opening the door and, and going for a walk and taking steps, just doing something um, really, really helps because it changes not only um, your outlook, it changes your physiology a little bit. Uh, so there's a couple of things uh, that that I've worked with athletes. You know, I've worked with thousands of athletes now, I guess, over the last 10 years that they that have really helped. And, and one is it's just opening that door and going for a walk. Um Believe it or not, the physical activity breeds more physical activity. It does, and it can change uh, that whole kind of uh, outlook. Uh, the other thing is is to start thinking a little bit differently. Um, we always, I think, we always dwell on the past, and like when it comes to fitness, one of the things that always holds us back is we always think about what we have, what we have to give up. And first thing I like to tell people when I work with them is, let's just think, let's just take a step back and think about the things that you're going to gain. Um, you're going to yeah. just feel better. Number one, you're going to uh, think better. You're going to be a better father, a better mother, a better uh, firefighter, a better EMT, a better paramedic. Um, so first thing that I would tell people to do is find something that can help them change their frame of reference. And believe it or not, this is I, you're going to hear another thing that's going to come out of a truck guy, a gratitude journal. Um, believe it or not, can change uh, someone's outlook throughout the day. Uh, and it can just start with give give yourself one thing that's going well. Or give yourself one thing that you're thankful for or or worth, you know, being fit for. Um, and then second thing is get out and just start moving. And, um, you know, I think those two things can go a long way. And then, of course, you know, when you talk about the five steps, I really go back to, you know, and, and relate it to those those two things I just talked about. First thing you got to do is make the decision. The second thing you got to do is to figure out your why. What's going to keep you going? And uh, I think that's where the gratitude comes in. And that's where, um, you know, you look around you. In the fire service, you know, I, I always I'm conflicted a lot because I'm always that that person that says you're going to devote a lot of time on, you know, researching fire attack and smoke and everything else, yet you don't take care of your body because you physically need to do things in order to respond. And you, right. you, a lot you of times we, we think about taking care of everybody else and we forget about ourselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can actually help more people when you are in better shape, when you're physically better, when you're mentally better. Um, 
And and that's one thing I think we all got to start to realize in kind of molding that into a why and then from there formulate a plan. And then what I think is a really, really important step is, believe it or not, in the fire service, there are many, many people all around you that really want the same thing. Um, trust me, as somebody who cooks a lot, you know, I get a lot of crap for cooking healthy. But it's funny when I go when we were traveling and we were going to doing our conferences, I go to a conference and I'd come back and my crew kind of pull me aside and say, hey, can we do that salad thing and cook a little better? Because the last couple of days we've been horrible, you know. Um, but I believe that ultimately we all want the same thing in the fire service. Yet sometimes we go down this hole, right? You sit at the table at the at the, you know, obviously solve all the world's problems in the morning or and you almost feel gosh, we all kind of get drawn into this negativity. Um, uh, I'm, I'm kind of the eternal kind of optimist where I think, hey, let's let's reconfigure our brains a little bit. Let's let's be positive and then let's go work out together. Uh, let's challenge each other uh, with, you know, fitness challenges. Let's challenge each other weight loss challenges. And then, um, you know, what? after we get that challenge or we get that support from um, husbands and wives, significant others and crews. As a matter of fact, right, Chief, like uh, you're working out with your wife now in the mornings, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's the uh, compromise is I get up at 3.30 a.m., but I wait till five. So she'll get up and go with me. But that that helps your relationship. That helps her. That kind of probably helps you at some times uh, as well. And you build that that fitness culture around you. Absolutely. And you've changed your, your culture over the last 15 years. Um you know, just eating habits and, and the way that you approach things. Um, you know, so I think, you know, the fourth step is you change that culture around yourself. And then the fifth step is just to continually evaluate your journey. Uh, sometimes we do a little bit better. Sometimes we do a little bit worse. And, you know, constantly just trying to uh, maintain and get a little bit better. Um, you know, that was long drawn out way. But I, I really think that, you know, you, you make the decision, you make the commitment, you find things that will motivate you. You get your plan. You get others involved and then ultimately continue to evaluate. And that turns that 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 cycle of stress into kind of a more positive cycle of health and wellness. Right. And and, um, you know, that. Culture or healthier environment, um, which is uh, step four in your in your process, if you will is one that really resonates with me. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not just talking about healthy foods um, because it's not all about food. It's not mm-hmm. all about exercise. It's not all about this or that. It's a combination of things. And I'm talking about that whole package of mind, body, and spirit. And I'm really interested to have you uh, tell our listeners how important that fitness culture and healthy culture, it's really a healthy culture. Yep. Uh, how important that is to both our physical and mental health during this pandemic. Uh, yeah, it's something, it's funny, because uh, I've, I've been presenting now for, um, boy, almost 10 years at, 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 you know, different conferences. And it's, you know, over the years, you know, cancer was really, you know, the big thing. Well, first it was heart attacks and strokes, and then it was cancer. And now we look at mental health because we we suffer from a lot of PTSD and we see that we have, um, you know, a lot of issues with depression and 
Um, and if you look at really those major issues, right, within the health, within the, the, the major health issues within the fire service, unfortunately, we have a tendency to look at what's the easiest way. What's the easiest way to address these issues, right? For, you know, uh, uh, for uh, cancer, we, we started to do fire wipes. And for, um, you know, for PTSD and mental health, we have now have mentors. And I'm not saying these are bad things. But when you take a step back and you look at What's one thing that reduces heart attacks and stress? Well, fitness and wellness. What's one thing that can reduce, you know, your instances or chances of getting most cancers, almost every cancer? Well, fitness and health. What's one way to combat depression? What's one way to combat PTSD? And what's one way to uh, really work on your mental health? It's health and fitness and proper nutrition. And I know we want a real quick turnaround. We want quick results within the fire service. But I believe still a lot of us and, and you know, the leadership is starting to come on and understand this, but they're not there yet because, you know, first we have to understand, you know, hey, this is what we really need to combat all these things. And then we got to put our money where our mouth is and then we have to throw data at it. And we're still trying to figure that out, but it's been fun to you know, to see it progress. And, um, you know, when you look at health and wellness and nutrition, we really talk about that builds a more resilient firefighter from numerous points and angles. Helps with cancer, helps with mental health, it helps with um, well-being, helps with performance, helps with injury reduction and management. And so I really think, you know, it's the big picture. And what people a lot of times don't understand is, you know, working out three times a day, there's research that says that that's better for you than any um, antidepressant drug. Uh, PTSD right now, one of the best, uh, most successful therapies they have is through fitness. And so as time goes on and the, and the data and the research comes in, I hope, you know, chiefs and people in leadership and then those in the fire service realize, look, you know, getting moving doesn't just help me do a better squat or hold on to uh, extrication gear. It helps me become a better father, a better uh, mother, a better chief, a better firefighter, a better crew member. Um, and it helps me withstand the stress of the job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this, this fits very well with my uh, mission centric uh, uh, personal tetrahedron, I call it. And, you know, with mission being the base and, um, uh, moral focus being one side, mental stability and other, and physical strength the other. So, you know, all of those things have to come together for us to be able to uh, effectively perform our mission. And um, that's exactly what we're talking about today. So yep. it's it, good stuff. I want to take a few seconds here to uh, hear from our sponsor, uh, EF Johnson, uh, JVC Kenwood Company. When the mission is critical, no one has time for complexities. Kenwood's Viking FireSafe software enhances communication awareness in a dynamic fire scene environment, allowing firefighters to focus on the mission at hand. We know that you rely on radio communications as your lifeline. That's why Kenwood is committed to providing you high-quality P25 portable and mobile radios that are easy to use. We make safe simple. Visit us online at www.efjohnson.com.
Now, Aaron, getting back to exercise, and I see um, in your articles, you, you know, you talk about three exercises to prolong your firefighter career. Can you talk about those for our listeners? Uh, yes. Heavy, heavy deadlifts, tons of burpees, and no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I know we just lost the people right there. Um, yeah, I, uh, we've done a couple of those articles, and I'll, I'll tell you, I, I'm actually going to back it up a little bit, not give a, an exercise per se, because it's okay. real difficult to demonstrate them. But I'm going to throw some other, some maybe some different stuff at you that, sure. you know, um, that is a great video, by the way, and I encourage people to check it out. Uh, that's that's on the platform. But um, I think, you know, right away when you you think about, you know, let's say more functional fitness for, for the fire service, mm-hmm. mobility. And when I mean mobility, I don't necessarily mean being able to touch your toes. I mean, being able to, you know, to advance hose line, you do a lot of twisting. We do a lot of crawling. So we're low. Um, we also do a lot of lifting and 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 drags and, and lifting of, of patients. Uh this this last shift, I just stepped up on on the truck 82 times. You know, it's that that high that high leg lift requires flexibility. It requires mobility and strength within that range of motion. So one of the best things that we need to do or we should be doing is to work on becoming a more mobile. Uh, I like to call us fire rescue athletes, but a more firefighter, more mobile firefighter EMT. So anything that in, that helps with that mobility. Um, I like to always start a workout with what we call active movements. And I think uh, I, I've seen it, you know, a lot when when I work, you know, around the country and I go into firehouses, you know, most most people go down and they're going to do a chest and tricep day, which I don't necessarily agree with. And I'll get to that next. But amen, first, amen, amen. Yeah. Right. Like you work in chest and triceps. First thing they do is they go over and bench. They don't do any warm up on the shoulders. And that can then lead to inflexibility and they reach for something up in the high cupboard and they they tear a pack or they they blow their shoulder out. So first thing I would tell you is mobility. The second thing is I I believe full body strength and um, this could open the door when you start talking a little bit about, you know, more training. But right now there's there's probably people that are listening to this. They're thinking what my chest you're taking my chest and try day away, my back and bicep day away, my leg day, whatever. Well, first and foremost is this. Look, I've worked in health clubs for 25 years. I've worked in firehouses all over the, the country and, and world, believe it or not. And look, I know every Monday's chest and try. Every Tuesday's back and by. Every Wednesday is legs, which means everybody skips. Yeah. Every, right? You're chuckling, right? Everybody, yeah. I, if you're out there nodding your head or some people are chuckling, but you've, you've seen it. You know, every yeah. Thursday is maybe a little cardio and Every Friday's arms and abs, and then you know Saturday might be a you know a little bit of sweat. That's about it, and um, that's great for someone not in the fire service. If you're an accountant, you sit at your desk all day. If you uh, you know you don't physically need to be able to perform your job, that's great. But you know the only people that ever isolate anything on the fire ground are chiefs. You know sure. they point that isolates shoulders. But for me, as a truck guy. Careful, now, buddy. <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take. Careful. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I just want to get a, you know, we're going for ratings here. I got to have to throw those. J- yeah, those as jokes. long as you're not saying that they're also exercising their lips, that's the only no. thing. Oh you know, no, talking thing. No, no, no. Okay. You just you do that for me. <laughs> All right. 
Um, but I just think that we don't isolate muscle groups on the fire ground and that at some point your training needs to also, um, you know, mimic that. You need to do full body exercises. You need to do pushes, pulls, drags, climbs, carries, um, you know, and mimic more functional movement patterns. So you work your mobility, then you throw in some functional movement patterns. And then the last exercise, I guess, category would be recovery. And that would include, um, you know, yoga, it would include stretching, foam rolling, uh, the percussion guns, which are really, I think, are a great tool for us in the fire service. Um, and that might even need and, and, and include a nap, um, you know, yeah. if you're sleep deprived. But I think, you know, what it's not really, I don't think it's a good workout if you can't walk for four or five days, especially right when you need to be able to perform within that time. So if you got a, a shift, you know, so I hope somebody looks at their workouts a little bit differently after that last little two or three minutes and that they say, okay, I guess I get, get what he's, he's going at. We be, we need to be able to move better. And the more, more efficiently you move, the better you perform, the more, uh, the better you, you mimic those movements and train those movements, the better you'll perform. And the better you, you know, when you when you look at total picture, the the better you recover, you know, that's the mental side of it, too. And some days it's OK to take a break. Some days it's OK to just uh, take a nap. Some days it's OK to just do some light stretching. Um, and so those three things are, are my my important or most important, I guess, exercise categories, we'll say. Yeah, so, that's good. And I think it's important, too. Um, you know, you're a little younger than me and you're a little older than most of the younger firefighters yeah yeah so it's important to know as you get older um, it does become more important you talk about bone health and you talk about muscle growth and you know it's it's a different uh, your body is different as you get older so the same thing that worked for you when you were 19 may not work and probably won't work for you when you're 39 or 40 yeah. or 50 yeah. so chief and chief yeah. on that uh, and something i wanted to ask you you know when you made your change would you say what do you have to say about ego at that point uh well you know it was the vanity that kicked me in that in the gut in the first place mm -hmm. um and it that that dropped me like a rock yeah and um you know what i um uh what i have grown to is uh, frankly uh, what i'm going to kind of talk about here now is mm -hmm. that you know i've grown to a spot where a lot of that exercise is, is uh what i do or similar to what i do uh, in that i don't do uh, the traditional um, chest and tries or back and buys I, I i do it differently but i do it for what works for me yep and um the same program doesn't work the same way for every person so you have to find what works for you yes. and i know that um you know i routinely uh post workout pictures with motivational uh, discussions at least that's the intent they're meant to mm -hmm. uh, to motivate firefighters and regular folks um, i routinely post those on my facebook page and uh you know that's generated uh, quite a few facebook messages from all over the world uh, from folks that don't want to say something on Facebook because of that vanity. They don't want to 
step out, but they send me a private message and they'll say, you know what, I've got a question about your story, or I've got a question about the way you do this, or I've got a question about how do I get myself into that same mindset. So I, I encourage people to, number one, get out and research the topics. Um, but number two, if you see somebody um, that has impressed you or somebody that has posted something that really piques your interest, a picture you like, whatever it is, whatever it takes to get you to send that message. Yeah. Send me a message on Facebook. Yep. Send Aaron a message. Please. Reach out to Aaron through the Fire Rescue One page or on uh, uh, firerescuefitness.com. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we, we will mentor people however we can do it. And I appreciate you, um, you know, talking about it. it. It's just, it's a topic that, like you said, every, people like to go out and they just do boom, 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 boom. And they, they, they do this thing that they think is going to work. Yeah. Um, but everything doesn't work the same way for everybody. So right. uh, you know, I'm, well, in the gym, I'm in the gym six days a week. I do abs six days a week. Um, I do whole body exercise of some kind every day. Yes, I focus on other things, but I yep. do exactly what you were saying is that, you know, your entire body needs to be exercised, not just one part. Not just one part. And I and the reason I brought up ego uh, to to really to, um, you know, add to what you said, Chief, and and um, and, and I 100 percent I, I agree. And I, I want people to reach out to me, too. And, and one of the things being a guy like you know, talking fitness. Look, when when I when I really started to make changes is when I left my ego at the door and understood that I'm I'm working out for something a little more bigger than myself now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I think a lot of us, you know, your story was you looked at that paper and you're like, that's me. Holy cow. When did that happen? And that it's easy to happen. And And look, it's happened to me, too. There's times where my weight has gotten up and I've I'm like, hey, you got to stop drying these pants. Well, no, no, we don't dry these pants. You're getting, you're getting up there again. You got to change what you're doing, and you know, and that's the reason why I, I actually changed. I don't didn't change my name, but I go by Zam, Z-A-M a lot, because my goal is to answer 100 emails a day, and if I shorten my name, I can d- dedicate more time to answering those emails. I just sign everything Zam, and that's really where that started. That's so funny. What, yeah. What I, what I really want people to know is, look, I crush ice cream sometimes. That's my weakness. Um, you know, I, I, I have times where I, I don't do very well on my diet. There's times where I do not want to work out. Um, you know, I'm not very strong. I like to think I'm, I'm kind of like the Rudy of the fire service. I have to work at this. I'm not very talented. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot of stuff that's worked for me and worked for others, and I just want to share that. And if, so if, if it's somebody that's listening, reach out to either Chief or myself like, don't think that it's easy for me and that, you know, oh, he's always been a fitness guy. It hasn't been that way. I've, I've there's times where, again, I've fallen off that wagon. And and I, I really just mentioned ego because typically, you know, if you, you look at what most of us do is we go back to where we used to. Yeah, I used to be an athlete in high school. So you start to train that way. Well, you're not that person anymore. You know, sure. you're maybe heavier and now you have a different a reason for working out and and so if you drop the ego reach out get help that's when you're going to make progress yeah absolutely so i've got one more thing i want to ask you here aaron um you know we you kind of touched on whole body 
and using body weight in your exercises. And it's important for people to understand and believe that exercise doesn't always have to be about machines and weights. Um, There's a a, a myriad of things around a station that firefighters can use in a fitness routine uh, without spending a dime. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've I've talked about people using sections of hose or rope or different things. How about that? How can firefighters use non-conventional things to functionally exercise for what we do? Yeah, I'm glad you you brought this up. It's a great question. Um, been I've been having some great conversations with a lot of um, actually architects who are create who are like, hey, designing these workout rooms, and they, you know, want to well, what equipment do we need? And you know, if you hit around the head, you don't necessarily need a lot of equipment. My recommendation is you need some space because you want to encourage more participation. You also want to have room for mobility work and stretching. But um, if you break down kind of like, what do we do on the fire ground? We carry stuff. We carry heavy stuff. Well, there's tons of heavy stuff that you can just carry, you know, work on picking it up, carrying it around. That can be one of your stations in a circuit. One of the, the things that I like to talk about is creating a what I, I call a fire ground interval within your station with your crew you can set up eight different stations where you work a little bit higher intensity but make them uh, fire ground based movements so um, you know you can put an SCBA on and and work a crawl you can carry gear um, you know like a standpipe kit up external stairs um, that's another station you can do dummy drags uh, or if you have a tire right uh, you can get big tractor tires for free at most co-ops around the, the, the country. They, they're they trying to get rid of them. Uh, but you can use that to do sledges on. You can do that drags with that, um, you know, crawling, carrying, and then incorporate it in some core work like a plank. Um, when's the last time you did, a, remember in gym class, you did that hold the squat for 30 seconds? Well, yeah. if, you're, if you're trying to get extricate a patient, you hold that squat. So I would say mimic that particular movement um fire hoses are great uh you know to, to you can either bind them up or you can use them for more cardiovascular uh, upper body cardiovascular activity so there's a lot of stuff around the firehouse foam buckets are probably one of the best things um halfway full of foam or water because of that slosh it helps you know you really gotta uh, use a lot of stabilizing muscles so um, you know, right there are some great pieces of equipment. I also really like suspension training systems, but you can use a piece of webbing where you can do uh, pulls and pushes with webbing or uh, suspension training things. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need a, a leg press machine. As a matter of fact, I don't. I think they're one of the worst things for us because we never in that, are in that fixed plane motion. So. You know, sandbags have been coming on. Um, those are also really good for us because they allow us to work and function through many different planes of motion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you're a chief and you want to know what to put in your um, your workout rooms and, and, and please reach out to me because I've I've worked in health clubs for 20 years before I got involved in the fire service. And now, uh, you know, I, I, I really it's a passion of mine to help design them because I think, you know, you don't need. $40,000 or even $10,000 worth of equipment. No, it's great stuff. How about an email address for chiefs that might be interested in reaching out to you for that kind of advice? Uh, the best one is um, Zam, Z-A-M, at firerescuefitness.com. You can also go to firerescuefitness.com and then contact me. 
Uh, believe it or not, it's me and my dog or the company. I had a conversation with someone via social media and they were asking, you know, about programs that I offer and we have workout programs and, um, you know, I, I'm, I gladly help anybody for free one-on-one uh, just to reach out and, and ask me, you know, hey, I got a question on nutrition. I got a question on equipment and, um, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to do it. And it it is me. And, and this gentleman was like, hey, who do I give credit to that I talk to? And I said, well, you're just talking to me. You know, it's it's yeah. I sit at a desk and, you know, every once in a while I'll ask my dog what she thinks, but she doesn't type very well. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'm happy to do it. Uh, that's that's uh, good stuff. And with that, I want to capture a couple uh, takeaways. Um, and really, you know, I think we covered a lot of good stuff, but I, I want to hit that. Uh, the first thing you said really stuck with me, and that's just open the door and go for a walk. Um, you know, the, the two things that you talked about having was was that mindset of just opening the door and going for a walk and then having a gratitude journal. And then while you didn't say it this way, I wrote it down this way as you were talking. And that's negativity breeds negativity and positivity breeds positivity. Exactly. If we, if we spend all day looking at our problems, we'll never see our opportunities. So the more that people can focus on the opportunity to live a healthier uh, lifestyle, the more likely they'll be able to get there. Uh, we talked about the mind, body, and spirit and the importance of molding those together and uh, how that affects the mission. And of course, you'll need to listen again if you want to hear our stories again of uh, what we have been through there. So it's it's getting late. I need to go do my workout. And as <laughs> our editor-in-chief, Janelle Foskett, reminded me, the best workout is the one that you'll actually do. So it's time to go. Aaron, I want to thank you for joining us here on Side Alpha Podcast, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Join us next time on Side Alpha Podcast. This is Mark Bashore, Executive Editor for FireRescue1.com. Join us on FireRescue1.com and FireChief.com for the latest news and information affecting the fire service worldwide. Stay smart, keep safe, and take care.